You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums. You must hear before you die. So we'll be talking about Eric Clapton, 461 Ocean Boulevard. In the room I have Rob. I'm sitting here doing that crazy hand jive. Ben. <laughs> crazy hand jive. And Solange. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounded like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Eric Clapton. <laughs> not, not sorry. <laughs> 461 Ocean Boulevard is the second solo album by Eric Clapton released in late July 1974 for RSO Records. The producer was Tom Dowd, and the genre was blues rock and funk. And I'm going to read from All Music Review, Stephen Thomas Erwine. 461 Ocean Boulevard arrives after Clapton's side project of Derek and the Dominoes and after a long struggle with heroin addiction. Although there are some new reggae influences, the album doesn't sound all that different from the rock, pop, blues, country, and R&B amalgamation of Eric Clapton. However, 461 Ocean Boulevard is tighter, more focused, outing that enables Clapton to stretch out instrumentally. Furthermore, the pop concessions of the album, the sleek production, the concise running times don't detract from the rootsy origins of the material. Whether it's Johnny Otis's Willie the Hand Jive, the traditional blues Motherless Child, Bob Marley's I Shot the Sheriff, or Clapton's emotional original Let It Grow, with its relaxed, friendly atmosphere and strong bluesy roots, 461 Ocean Boulevard set the template for Clapton's 70s albums. Though he tried hard to make an album exactly like it, he never quite managed to replicate its charms. All right, what do we think of 461 Ocean Boulevard? I'm making it's the jack-off motion. Not really anything here for me. It's Ugh. it's the least offensive at Eric. The, the, the nice thing I can say is the least offensive Eric Clapton record we've, we've done. No, I disagree with that. Oh, really? What I think Derek and the Dominoes is... Oh, it, that's is, a fucking travesty. No, no. no I think that album had, is... He had a tight band. He had Dwayne Allman out yeah. there. Yeah, Layla. Uh, it's a thousand years long, and yeah, you have Layla. Yeah, but there's like not that amazing of a song. I'm sorry, but there's some there's some really outro. tight playing, and there's okay. some like R and B elements to that. This is just. Uh, I think this has better tracks on it than Layla huh. did. Okay. I I mean I'm not gonna li- like I, when I heard this album I you know I don't like Eric Clapton and I'm not gonna lie a lot of that is my my parents like fucking hate Eric Clapton but they are oh. they are big Traffic and Blind Faith and Yardbirds fans and they fucking hate Eric Clapton and I'm sure it's a behavioral thing that they don't like him but I think they also maintain that he's not very talented for reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. But this song, like, we're listening to Motherless Children right now, and I, like, put this album on, and I'm like, whoa, this song is fucking fire. Am I, like, 
gonna, am I gonna like, really? And then, and then you get into give me strength and I'm like, oh my God, give me fucking strength. I'm, t- I'm tired of this. And honestly, like, then you get into the rest of all and like, I shot the sheriff. Like, I don't want to say it's like offensive. I just like kind of don't like that he's like trying to be Bob Marley. I don't like it. It's like Bob Marley's blessing, at least. It's yeah, fine. that's fine. It, 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 well, did he though? Because Bob Marley just kind of said, "Yeah, he did a good job." Like, it, uh, what the quote I read just <laughs> seemed like, Bob, like what else was he gonna say? Like, screw Eric Clapton, <laughs> because <laughs> it kind of just sounds like, yeah, well, I'm sure he did those, a fine job. I'm sure those uh, uh, royalty checks, yeah, yeah are, are, are great. <laughs> I like that. So. Eric Clapton did not like Eric Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff because it of uh, it was, quote, too hardcore reggae. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, Bob Marley, on the other hand, uh, did enjoy Eric Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff. That was okay. I like I like reggae, and I thought it was Clapton okay. didn't want to do it. They talked him into it. The really? Band, yeah. The and band, it was his best-selling single of all times. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. A, co- a cover that he didn't want to do and did not like the final product of. So, funny thing. I uh, didn't know Layla like was a song. I always associated Eric Clapton with I Shot the Sheriff. And people would be like, yeah, I love Eric Clapton. I'm like, yeah, I Shot the Sheriff's an okay song. They're like, Layla. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? I would say literally, who the fuck is that? <laughs> didn't know it was a also, song. Also, uh, Strange Brew. Uh, cream, too. I think Cream, if we're going back to what Clapton we've covered, yeah. I think Cream is probably is, is at the top. Is yeah. Blind Faith not in the Literally. book? Like, uh, Disraeli Gears. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Blind Faith not in the book? No. I don't think no. we did are you, Blind Faith. Are you fucking... No. Hey, hold up. Don't, don't put more Clapton on me. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no hold more. on. I'm no sorry. more. We're I'm done. Sorry. I'm sorry. You have this fucking album in the book, okay? If you want to put some Eric Clapton in the book, you put this fucking piece of shit in it's the book. It's got his best-selling single on it. I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Blind Faith is such a cool album. And it's one of the first super groups. And, like, I mean, I don't think Eric Clapton is that offensive on it. He's a good he's a good parts of the whole, like, thing in Blind Faith. But this album fucking sucks. And that album is really cool in a lot of different ways. I don't think this album sucks as much as you guys are, are shitting on. I didn't There's nothing like here it. From, honestly. I didn't like it. I don't think, I, I think this music isn't for me. I do. I, did not like it. I will say I appreciated his original material a lot more than any of the covers. It's mostly covers. Which ones are his original ones? Uh, Let it grow. Is that one's basically Stairway to Heaven, though, right? People say that, and I think that is so eh, so. That's a. Uh, I'm the, that, it's that, more of a bird it's a, it's song. It's a bridge too far for me, honestly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wrote down also, next to Let It Grow. Uh, not bad. Kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, but the fucking outro on it is great. It's a and and uh, again, that I think that harkens back to my like. I think Layla's a shitty song. I think it's got a great outro. I kind of think that uh, perhaps that might think. Uh, honestly, the only three songs that like I thought were great were or, or the three songs that stuck out to me were Motherless uh, Children, okay, um, Please Be with Me, and Let It Grow. The, Willie the, the hand jive. Get out of Shut here. Doing that up. crazy hand jive. 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 The way he, he draws out the word jive, it just gives me, like, creep bumps. Any time he sings. And he was, for some reason, all the reviews I, I read on this album were praising him for no. his singing People like his vocals on, on this. this album. I mean, yeah. I, I think I brought up I Shot the Sheriff. Like, I think it's such a mediocre cover because I hate his singing in it so much. He sounds like... 
I, and this is not nice. I know it's because I know he's getting over a problem, but he sounds like drunk. Like, like he honestly sounds like he just like didn't like you said he didn't want to do it. And now that I listen to it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This guy did not. Yeah, it's like the late, lead singer of uh, Quiet Riot doing "Come On, Feel the Noise." Yeah, right. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. Number one single though, bigger than the original. Absolutely. Every every time. That's what happens when you don't want to record a cover. Exactly. <laughs> it it uh, it dwarfs the perfectly good song that you're covering. Yeah. Man, this album feels so stale. And mm-hmm. when you get to Willie and the Handjive number three, oh, it it's sounds so it's fucking oh, shit. Oh, you mean it's, you mean Shuggy's dad? It's like yeah. I was gonna say, look yeah. at Michael Aaron. <laughs> Just coming yeah. coming back around. Yeah. Yeah. People say, oh, well, he's presenting a more relaxed, like, shuffle no, beat he is not. than this, and it sounds so he, dead. He does. He slows it down. And I did. I read a few reviews that kind of, like, liked the the slowdownness of it. My favorite two-word review was uh, Ken Emerson of Rolling Stone that just called it disconcertingly mournful. Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mentioned this in the chat before, like, how I feel like Eric Clapton's music sounds to me like someone who uh, became a, quote, hippie because it me- meant that they could, like, have a lot of sex and do drugs and then later be like, I voted for Reagan and I lived through the 60s. And, like, Willie and the Handjive as a song encapsulates that to me. It encapsulates this, like, attitude of, like, Tim Allen lameness where it's like, yeah, I'm hip, but not that hip. Because I see your fucking hair dye in your in your bathroom, kid, and There's, I'm taking the, it away. The sheer idea that the hippies were not a that, that it was somehow counter to the culture is fucking whitewashed bullshit to begin with. Hippie culture was an absolute everything was happening at that particular point in time. It's a fucking me generation, which became the fucking baby boomers. Bruh. So every mother, every fucking one of these assholes that were going to Woodstock and listening to this crap, yeah, they're the same assholes that voted for Reagan. We're fucking, they've, God damn it, if they could all just fucking walk hand in hand into the ocean and drown themselves while Willie in the hand jive <laughs> plays in the background, I would be happy. I'd be so happy. Y'all don't but gotta yeah. tell me that. My parents Fuck are this. fucking, were fucking hippies. Like, I know. I love you, mom and dad. I know you're gonna listen Ugh. to this. And they're gonna be pissed off when they hear me say that. And I love you guys so much, but it's fucking true. Your generation destroyed the planet. Just do us a favor. <laughs> <laughs> but does this album rock? No! Yeah. Not at all! No, it doesn't. But I don't think albums necessarily have to rock. No. They don't have to rock. Shuggy Otis doesn't rock, and but we for loved a- him. Eric Clapton, some of us. it's, it's kind of his... Yeah, what is it, what is it about him MO. that like, he keeps popping up? Are the blues too black for you? I, Let me present Eric Clapton. I think that's kind of... Are you a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Tim Allen? I maintain that... Tim Allen has to be an Eric Clapton fan. That's my headcanon. I think this also suffers a lot um, in in a like a retrospect outlook. So when we're looking back at this album and we can we can easily go listen to Bob Marley's version of I Shot the Sheriff or traditional Elmore James or Robert Johnson. We could do all of this, this in 1975. This well, but accessibility uh, a money, giant nerd could. Yeah. You but, would really have to yeah. dig to find those albums, and we we, we live in a magical time. Yeah, right now. yeah. But I feel like and this... could it could have introduced a lot of people to some really cool yeah. shit. I would like to think that me at my age in 1975 would still be like, "What's this? The fucking hand jive?" Yeah, yeah. Because this isn't the first cover of a hand jive. No, 
38 <laughs> And it feels like such a lazy You'd be yeah. so lame. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd just be screaming at people on a line while making cars. Like, your music's shit! <laughs> this also presents him as a sort of comeback because obviously he wasn't recording. He was addicted to heroin. He had drug problems. It said that he basically just, you know, spaced out, but they got him back in the studio for, you know, they he finally got the woman he wanted. Who oh, don't jo- get me started. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Don't get me started. George Harrison's wife? Yes. Which he then abused? Yeah. Ugh. Don't get yeah. me started on Are you that. Are talking about Eric Clapton abused her? Because Eric Clapton's a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. I, brought, I brought up in the chat how he had a concert a few years after this where he's like, we should let Britain become an island of refugees, white power. And the funniest side I wanted to tell you guys is... Uh, he said white power. He did say white power. Not white power. He said something. Uh, it wasn't like specifically he said white power. It was like white nationalism now. it there, White was involved. I feel like in you, we need to really exal- nail down the terminology. Come on. I've, I've got it right here. I've got it right here. The uh, exaltation of... On uh, 5th of August, 1976, uh, he did a concert in Birmingham. Probably England, but we just got to make sure. Yes. And then... Uh, visibly intoxicated, voiced his support of a political candidate, Enoch Powell, and announced on stage that Britain was in danger of becoming a, quote, black colony. Ew. Uh, among oh. other things, Clapton said, keep Britain white. So he didn't say white power, but the sentiment is there. You know, big words for a guy that predominantly covers black artists. Yeah. Yeah. I find that. I did not shoot the dead Brought up that a few years later somebody interviewed. Oh, but he would have been fine with the uh, like the, the southern blacks from uh, from America moving over to England. It's those damn African and 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 Caribbeans Africans. and Caribbeans because he had a problem with Jamaicans. Somebody brought wait up wait to, you can't have a problem with Jamaicans and also cover Bob Marley. I know. Also, have I you know. ever he had did, a Jamaican? He didn't want to cover that song. <laughs> so, but he uh, he's like crying somebody all the way to some, the bank and someone brought it one. up to him later. They were like, you know, you. You fucking said this, and he's like, "I'm not racist. I had a black girlfriend," which to me is like ah, it's the worst. specifically. <laughs> oh my god! Like that is not an excuse. How it, dare you? Is that the woman that he cheated on George Harrison's wife with? Probably. I'm sure it was in self defense. <laughs> 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 yeah, Eric Clapton fucking. I'm sorry. Like, and maybe that I know we bring up like how I can get easily have my opinions colored by the personal life of someone, uh, and I'm that's probably one reason why I'm like fuck this album is I just. I think he's such a reprehensible person in a lot of ways. But what do you think about this? The music? <laughs> like, no, seriously. It makes me like, it makes me really question about, I shot the sheriff, his views on Jamaica. I mean, I have a big thing about Jamaican immigration to like Britain. Cause I wrote a big paper on it in college. Like it's a, it's, I did like a, a visual album project about it and about the plight of uh, blacks in Britain during like the 1980s. And it makes me really think about his cover of I Shot the Sheriff because he's profits off of like a black person's work. But he has a lot to say about 
political uh, implications of allowing people to have a better life in your country. Hmm. But as you guys say, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. You know, I think it's just reprehensible. And it may, it really does color my opinion of the music, even though it really should. It I shouldn't. Do, yeah. I do think it is really strange because his affectation on I Shot the Sheriff is very striking. I mean, it's Ugh. it's yeah. straight. It's, I think it's gross. Yeah, it's straight. Like, I think it's gross. I listen to Bob Marley and I'll just sing it how Bob Marley sings it. I'll also arrange it just mm-hmm. like Bob Marley arranged it, you know? So it's... It's lazy. It, yeah, it presents kind of you, nothing you new, You know what it I sounds like? like? It's like he's doing karaoke. Oh, absolutely. He's doing a great job on karaoke, but it's still just... It, it has his name. It has a name branding. It has a name recognition that just carried it into the charts but what does that ultimately mean also what does that ultimately mean for this album so i didn't i didn't bring up before and one thing i did want to bring up is we covered uh elvis in memphis was which was sort of a comeback for i love him. that record yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of covers probably almost all covers where does that sort of fit in the sort of spectrum because this is also 80% covers, I would say. Uh, it's not the it, fact that it's covers that bothers me. Rolling Stones do covers. Yeah. Yeah, lots of bands do covers. The Communards is basically a cover band. Yeah. And but, I uh, love them. But I'm saying it's a comeback. If someone today like came back, like had a comeback album and it was 80, 90% covers, I would like laugh that album. And they were all covers from like 20 years before their time it would just except for one song that was already recorded but hadn't come out yet yeah (laughs) i would just i would just like laugh billy eilish comes out with her sound garden comeback and it's all sound garden she can't have a comeback yet she's still on her first time around (laughs) carly ray jepson which you know what i would buy that album if she's like i'm coming back with my stp cover album (laughs) i would i would buy it anyway okay just don't understand why why this album has such renown. Can you explain? Does it have renown? Yeah, it does. It does. You know they oh, had to yeah. change the street number on that house. Yeah, <laughs> I read all about that house and the the person who lived there and like all the interactions and it blew my mind that people were traveling from Japan and fuck? all over Europe and all over just to go to the house. I, okay, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I'm going to sound like an asshole. You sound like an asshole all the time. Quit, quit, (laughs) quit prefacing shit. Just say words. I'm going to be an asshole. Um, yeah, I think this has renown because people have shitty taste. You know, I had this conversation the other day at work because we're doing, somebody was talking about doing an Oscars statistic pool or something. You can't just say that though. You can't just say people have shitty taste. Yes, I can. No, you have to, you have to explain like. It has to be backed with like. What did they get out of this that, and why is that shitty? I think people are just, uh, no, I'm going to no, say like your word. No, I just say your think, words. I just think people want, they don't want to look for, like you guys bring up, like you have all these people that you could look for. You could look for Bob Marley. You could look for uh, Johnny Otis. You could look for Elmore James. People don't want to fucking do that shit. They want this handed to them, right? They don't want to have to actually go out and do a thing or think hard. That's why like things like Uncut Gems weren't nominated for an Oscar this year. And because it's like that shit, first of all, that shit's arbitrary. Like, oh, like this, 
panel of people says that this is good, so I should like it. But people don't want to think. They don't want to have to look. They don't want to have to try. Like, this, I think, has renown for people because they're like, oh, yeah, it's so, like, cool because he's Eric Clapton and he did this and this and this. But like, People are boomers. People are boomers. People are. Like, because people it, are boomers, though, no, sometimes. Uh, people are boomers, <laughs> so, so why should it, it be? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like, it, this is pushed because of our parents' generation. Mm. Like, th- this is a thing that they mm. were very much into, and that's why how, it how has How old are the, your guys' parents? Because I don't know if my parents are older than my, yours my, or my, not. my father just had his birthday a couple days ago, and he was born in 52. Okay, yeah. So 51 and 54. Yeah, uh, my mom years, is... Years, not age. 1951 oh. and 1954. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you? Yeah, a little bit. Mine are 19, my mother was born in 1948. My dad was born in 1952. So all of our parents are about the same age. So yeah, yeah you're you're right. Yeah, I mean, but those, but even then, like, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I don't even think it's just a generational <coughs> thing. I, I think, you know, people your all's age, people my age, they just don't want to fucking have to deal with it. You know, they don't want to have to actually, like, make an effort to, to go find something that could be meaningful. You know, I don't know. I don't. Again, it's like I'm not trying. Depends to, on where you find like, your meaning. No, you're right. I guess that's I, true. Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing what you're saying though. This is a lot more like if you put Elmore James, Robert Johnson on the radio, I, I and it's not NPR. I feel like a lot of people be like, "What is going on here?" But if you put Eric Clapton mm-hmm. covering one of those songs, they'd be like, "All right, I can tap my." foot to this song and okay yeah this is a little bit more of like my style i get that maybe it's a question of accessibility too i mean we talk about how the hand drive is like a fucking lame ass cover of the hand drive but maybe it's just like johnny otis's version is a little too much for people they're just like i just don't get it (laughs) i don't know know. too excited maybe it's just a little too much i don't know it is crazy it's that crazy i've never heard that that i've never heard the johnny otis version but i'm just saying like possibly it's a little too much fans akimbo yeah fans everywhere because people are so easily fucking like put off by shit too like they're just like that's got too much of this i don't want you know i think eric clapton can be yeah you can look at him as very accessible a very easy sort of listen into something that isn't necessarily i I I wouldn't argue with you on the idea of accessibility with uh clapton Mm -hmm. it's not it's milk toast yeah Mm -hmm. it's uh it's vanilla pudding that's why i say people have bad taste but the, none of those things are bad necessarily. People just, it, it just don't. It's a caffeine-free diet Pepsi. Ugh. It's fine. It is readily it's available. Just and drinking it's battery acid at that. <laughs> Very readily available. Yeah. With, with how many? But I think that. That's but what, it shouldn't that's, be anymore. I was gonna say that's why I think in retrospective, when people are looking back, like. I don't think this album should just be like praised. Mm. No, it should not be highlighted. Here's my issue. Like my, this my, guy, album got such good reviews. Christ, guy loved it. Yeah, isn't that weird? No, it's not because we've disagreed with him many, many times. My issue with it is, it doesn't do anything remarkable. Right. And I don't know in what situation this record goes on. And you have an activity or friends over or Corona and cornhole. Uh, yeah, thing? Corona and cornhole. Or <laughs> you, like you're you smoking think? or yeah, or you're smoking weed outside or like you're barbecuing. This you, this this reads like great dad barbecue music. It's dad to me. barbecue. 
Bad Company red like Great Dad barbecue. It, do, it does. I prefer too. Bad Company's but Dad maybe, barbecue. But, but here's a here's a here's a devil's advocate thing. Maybe Please? there's a class difference. Maybe there's a class difference in the type of dad who would prefer Bad Company for his barbecue over the dad who would prefer Eric Clapton for his barbecue. Interesting. It's like weed versus cocaine. Because uh, yeah, like I think maybe there's a difference between weed versus cocaine or the dad who drinks. Why like, this doesn't scream cocaine to me? Or hold on, or the no, no, no. I I would say that like this is weed and Bad Company's cocaine. Nah, um, this is cocaine. Bad Company's weed. And yeah. I would say that like <laughs> co- like Bad Company's Miller Lite and this is Corona. You know, I think maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a difference in the type of person who would listen to one of these. said you were talking about how it doesn't necessarily like this song's great it doesn't it doesn't like grab you it doesn't it's 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 a bit more laid back and i think that is something that it's you know now that we're in the 70s it's that laid back sound and i think that he is incorporating that into his blues playing where it's not like i'm gonna show you like the licks it's like a more reserved Slow. Is you this know, beginning of slow hand? Slow hand, yeah. The was, slow hand jive. So, yeah. <laughs> doing, doing that slow hand jive. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, and, uh, but, just, to just interject, we're listening to "Please Be with Me" right now. Yeah, this song is patently good. It's very yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's, it's a very good. good song. It sounds like a like a Grateful Dead song to me. Yeah, it does. But, or but birds. done well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but at the same time. I think that's a hard, it's a hard sell for someone now to look back on and understand that, okay, it's Eric Clapton is reserved, being reserved, and that's something new, you know? Yeah. But I don't think he ever shredded. To my knowledge, I don't well, think Clapton th- ever did anything that was like. He stood next magical. to Dwayne Allman while Dwayne Allman yeah. shredded once. But, but I, I remember that. I would yeah. say those those songs do have a lot of soloing. There's literally in one song, there's two solos going on, and then a third solo comes in on Derek and the Dominoes. Like it's He's a lot going currently on. Currently soloing as we're speaking, but it's a laid back solo. Yeah, exactly. So I think in it's not. It's more picking your your notes. It's yeah. a more that Jerry Garcia, who yeah. uh, you know, when, only had so many fingers. When he is he doing the, one of the important the slow ones. Songs, the fact that he was he and he played those. like that is pretty impressive. Too. Well, hold he on, my, like half yeah, of a I ring said, finger on his said my parents hand. are hippies. I know, I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> the dog man. He's the, 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 the. you know my parents are hippies when they cried when Jerry Garcia died. That's okay. Yeah. It was, it's like one of those childhood memories that you have that's like visceral. Like, uh, like I just remember them getting so quiet, like, Jerry. And I was like, is everything okay? I, think it's I thought okay. it was a, I thought it, I thought it was a friend who died. Like, literally, I thought like their friend had Jerry died. Jerry Bear did and, die, yeah, and he did, was a friend. But the grateful dog did die, you guys. The grateful oh my dog. God. Yeah. It's a, I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, man. I, I, 
This is the least offensive thing that's come across, for me specifically, on the Eric Clapton front. Um, I still don't like it. It sounds like he's got, like, Stephen Stills and Graham Nash hanging out back there. That's what it sounds like to me. Very feasibly, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't look at the track listing or anything, but... I know those California harmonies. Mm. We've been through this before. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I just don't know. I, I don't know about Clapton. I just... This project just really reinforced my, just my, it's kind of a shrug. I feel like Eric Clapton to me always just is like me kind of like shrugging my shoulders and kind of saying, well, not the worst, but hmm. just never impressed and never uh, really like, stuck he with He sounds me. like an abysmal human. Oh, and as a, as a person, no, yeah, well, I, I'm separating well, that. I, I'm bringing this up just because he was shitty back then too. And yet somehow he rode that high into the eighties and no, like nineties. He, he was and beyond. And beyond. Yeah. By he, the way, guys, he, he lives in Cincinnati. We could all drive up right now. What's he oh doing in God. Cincinnati? Let's drive right up now and kick his hanging ass. out with his fucking thirty-eight-year-old wife. My friend I saw think? him at Jungle Gyms. Oh, like, uh, really? Was, yeah, she saw oh, him. Man. But she no, goes, like she it, goes, I swear to God, this guy looked dead ass like Eric Clapton. I'm like, because it fucking was, and you should have like punched him. In you the can face. get good cheese from around the world there. You can. The issue. That I'm 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 trying to uh, like use my mouth words for is like he sucked at this particular point in time as a human, and there were still all these people who were like, oh my god, Clapton, Clapton's a thing, Clapton's a thing, like mm. actual people who we respect, like uh, musicians that we respect, mm-hmm. like said Clapton was on a level that was like very important, and like he was doing some things for the blues and rock and roll that was incredibly important, and I can't figure out what it is. I've heard people say these things and I can't hear them in the music either. I don't get it. I think he's a talented musician. I mean, his and I say this because I think his dobro playing on Mother Motherless Children is really good. I think he's not a bad musician. Like I don't think he's bad at no, Clearly gu- not, but guitar, it, it, it's he's a well-practiced guitar player. But maybe that's what it is. I mean, maybe he has impos- maybe he's like an imposter and he can impress you to the point of like you he can follow like like someone who has a bachelor's in music who is like they fucking know how to perform. You throw something in front of them, they can fucking perform the shit out of it. Maybe that's what his thing is. is I would love to hear him perform the shit out of these songs. (laughs) I would love that. Yeah, I think that's me. If if anyone's got like a like a bootleg where he's performing the shit out of these songs, please let me know (laughs) because I hear him snoozing all over the place. (laughs) So, four sixty one Ocean Boulevard. So they 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 changed the 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 number on the house because it was getting uh, like swamped by by fans. How hard would that be to deduce? Like, okay, you got 459, 463. In between, we got well, house number seven. That's strange. I wonder where 461 is. Oh, no, that boost If only game. there was a picture of, of it from the street view on the album cover, we could more easily find this house. People are such bastards. Let me go bother these people because they fucking live here. Let, let, let's go bother not Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> Because did you know it's like a four-year-old opens the door? <laughs> did you know Clapton, man? <laughs> Where like, did the uh, like was he living there or there was the, recorded there? He, uh, part of part of the recording process, uh, he, he was come. He, he was rebounding from the heroin addiction. They put him like uh, it was like his management or label or whatever. They put him together with some with like uh, some hot players, and they put him all up in this house in Florida, and. They just kind of hung out there and wrote and recorded. 
That's I think that's it's why like a big I, pink situation. I find it so annoying or just find it so bland is because he got back on the wagon there like here's a bunch of blues songs you're gonna cover and that's the album like no right yeah like like really that's your comeback you got you so you're you're coming back from you're bouncing back from a three-year low you've got nothing to say about it yeah you're an artist what do you have to say about what nope. you've been through. Nope. Covers. I shot the sheriff. Right? Mm-hmm. No, fuck this guy. Okay. Rob, what do you think? I like three songs on this. How many songs are there? Ten. That's a that's a negative. Fuck you, Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you in Cincinnati, I'm going to tell it to your fucking face. There's, th- there's probably three songs on this that I could pick that are fine. That being said, I won't go out of my way to hear them. Yeah. Negative. Fuck Clapton. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Motherless Children's a great song. Uh, I Because I hate this album so much and I don't like Eric Clapton, I'm going to not listen to it. And furthermore, again, they picked this fucking album and they didn't put Blind Faith in this goddamn mm. book. And Blind Faith is for real a cool album. It's a cool super group album. There's so much talent on there. And guess who the fuck is on there? Eric Clapton, fuck you. I, yeah. I just can't get into this kind of music. It it pains me to listen to the reworks of songs by Robert Johnson, Elmore James, and some of these other blues greats because those are really great songs. Eric Clapton, I don't think, does them justice. It The songs like Willing to Hand Jive too just sounds like he's it's so really bored. He doesn't even care. Yeah, it just. He can. Uh, I mean, he can hold his own when it comes to dobro, when it comes mm-hmm. to guitar, and I mean, even even some of his singing, I'm like, whatever. It's a very bland, like plain toast version. No, no, that's that's not true. He is he is like trying to be a blues singer and he is not a blues singer whatsoever. I think Clapton would have been better served as a hired gun. He would have been any oh, yeah. I, I think he could have gone with Steely Dan or he one of those bands and just ruled. ripped it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think he's strong by by himself. No, not as a creative force. No. No, I, no he, I, I think he's a great like yeah. side he could be a side side, man. side dude yeah. just yeah. fucking shredding. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but fuck this album. Yeah. Fuck Clapton. Yeah. Fuck Clapton. I mean, this, fuck this yeah. record. Th- this record just sucks. I think we can all agree when I say um, two word review: shit sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Next time we'll be I talking about Kraftwerk, Autobomb. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! 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 Yeah!